Hello, and welcome to Ad Lib Heroes. My name is Joey, and I'm a lifelong DM and writer. At our table today is... Hi, I'm Bev, and I play Olivia Fortier. Hi, I'm Riley. I play Grimlock Seaspray. Hi, I'm TJ, and I play Kirith Odell. Previously on Ad Lib Heroes, Kirith, Olivia, and Grimlock are at the oasis in the Ashura Badlands, searching for the second Oryx Stone. They've hired Yorba, a half-orc guide, to take them to the Volcano of Dread, far to the west. Now, let's get back to the action. You look horrible. Yeah. Like, legitimately. Like, you... Good morning to you, too. How is this just now coming up? No, I mean, <laughs> you you have a normal amount of the way you look, and this is worse than that. Uh, thank you? What are you... <laughs> I, I don't know. Do you need any... Is everything okay, man? Yeah. Okay. Let's just get going. Morning, buddy. You're mean sometimes. Yeah. I haven't had my smoke this morning yet. Yeah. So as you head downstairs into the main part of the Oasis Inn, uh, Jacqueline uh, Portier is serving out bowls of steel-cut oats to anyone who is part of the guards. So she scoops them up because she knows you're on the list and says, uh, so I understand you three are heading out today. You're not... Going back with the caravan? I think that's the plan, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Do you have any brown sugar? Yeah. Oh. There's there's like a little jar beside that she just takes the lid off of. and This place is the best. Uh, do you have any of that, what's it, the, uh, the chocolate tasting black bean water that Narthus, coffee. <laughs> yes, we have coffee. <laughs> Sorry, I'm tired. <laughs> you look like you need you need like concentrated though. More bean, less water. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. Really light roast. Okay. <laughs> she makes you an espresso americano. <laughs> There's like actual grounds in yeah. it. Just oh, the yeah. way you like if it. If I have to chew it even better. <laughs> she's like, really? As she's like got a filter over the cup? It's fine. So she hands it to you and then she like hands you the grounds to dump <laughs> in as many as you want. <laughs> And just like scrape a couple yeah. in, and <laughs> so you can chew on them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you see, so Yorba comes in and just kind of sits at your table. He obviously didn't stay here. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, we heading out today. Yeah. Okay. I'll dig in my bag and hand him his stack of rations yeah. for the trip. And is it a long way? Uh, it's going to be about four days. Okay. Cool. Yeah. How much uh, how much water are we gonna need to pack with with you being able pack, to pack as much as you can. I can Yorba said he can find some and I can probably find or make some. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll be so we could probably get there in three days, but I'm taking us on routes that I know there's water in a couple places along the way. 
thing is you can never be sure if the water will still be there. So hmm. we're erring on the side of caution to go four days. If you guys want to do three days, we can, but I wouldn't recommend it. Okay. Fill your water skin. Yeah. <laughs> Fill everything up at the well or whatever, or the oasis. Yeah, you can you can just pull straight from that lake, he says. Oh, okay. great. Yeah, it's fed from an underground stream. It's really clean. It's some of the best tasting water, like it's probably some pretty good coffee. Well, no, didn't taste it. <laughs> <laughs> so you head out with the sun beating down on your backs. You've all bought good clothing for this weather, like Olivia has her spider silk cloak and... Grimlock, you've got your custom-made robes. Mm-hmm. Kirith, you're well-wrapped over your armor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, as he leads you along, he keeps staying. He never wants to go up. Yorba never wants to go up on the plateaus. He wants to keep staying within the gullies and the valleys. Mm-hmm. And just before midday, all of a sudden, the sky gets a little darker. And Yorba gets very nervous. He's like, in there, in there, as he points to a crack in the rocks. Is uh, he pointing, like, for us to go in to there? To go in there. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, get in there, get in there. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I'll start going. Okay. As you are heading in from behind you so that it is between you and the sun, so it is hard to look at it, there is some kind of shadowy figure. And as it starts dive bombing towards you, you see it has a wingspan of 20 feet per each wing. And it comes diving at you with a huge screech as you go scrambling into the crack in the wall. It looks somewhere between a falcon and a vulture. Only 50 feet wide. Only 50 feet wide. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Huh. And someday you can be a big boy like that. And it lets out a huge shriek as it goes by. Hate that. That's one of those rocks, I assume. He's like, yeah. So that knows that we're here now, so that's good. People were ta- were underestimating it, saying it picks up horses only. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would rather eat a horse than us. If we had a horse, we could have left the horse for it to eat. All right. So we just have to watch for that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should probably, sp- why don't we grab lunch here in this as you're like standing in the narrow crack. <laughs> Eat standing up and wait yeah, 15 wait. minutes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And as you come back out, like he's carefully looking around and then he motions you out and he keeps kind of like staying very close to the rock face for the next little bit. Okay. I will try to pay attention to like how he's mm-hmm. like scouting the land and how he's looking around like – are there a lot of these kind of cracks in the walls and the gullies or were we kind of lucky? Did he know that there's something around here? You realize the route he's taking you on is full of hiding spots that would keep you away. Like he has chosen again this path okay. because it's going to keep you safer. Okay. Cool. Then I will sp- I will also try to remember this path. And mm-hmm. Yeah. For a druid trained in survival, yeah. following a scout like this is... This mm-hmm. makes sense to you as soon as you understand the yeah. problem it's solving. Just, yeah, paying attention to him and what he is yeah. doing. Yeah, you're you're learning a sure badland survival from him very quickly as you go along. Cool. Uh, you're understanding that. Uh, yeah, he is he is capable and good at this job. Good. While we stop for lunch, I'm gonna 
rummage through my trunk and pull out some alchemist's fires and just like hand one out to everyone. Feels like something that would be, if we get dove on again, feels like it might be able to scare it away. Won't do a ton of damage, but maybe. I mean, they they can take a lot of arrows before they come down. They're not afraid of much. Like, hmm. I mean, a little fire is probably, they'll eat scorpions the size of horses. Okay. Oh, great. There's scorpions the size of horses out here, too. I'm just, like, shoving a sandwich yeah. in my mouth. Cool. Where'd that sandwich come from? You didn't have a No, just kidding. <laughs> it's just hard tack with, like, yeah. beef jerky in between. Shut up. <laughs> it's a charcuterie. This is how I eat my charcuterie. I'm bartering inspirationing the food to make it better. <laughs> with imagination. You can taste good food. I believe in you. Oh. It failed. <laughs> <laughs> so just like with the caravan, around midday, he has you stop and uh, basically he sets up some low tents and starts covering them with set, uh, like the red dirt for camouflage mm. to kind of like take a bit of a nap in the hottest part of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, does Liamon's tiny hut control temperature? It might. I am not certain, but it is a ritual casting. So mm-hmm. if you're not afraid of letting Yorba know you can do magic. Yep. I, I already kind of tested that with him. The atmosphere inside the space is comfortable and dry regardless of the weather outside. Nice. It was going to be dry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I assume when they yeah. say comfortable, it means you yeah. have some temperature control. Yeah. So I make... A little, I'm like, okay, you said you were fine with some weird shit, right? Yeah. Okay. I like start setting it. Just take 10 minutes. Yeah. And That's then some weird shit. It's just a red circle, mm-hmm. but like inside I make it like 19 degrees. Yeah. Oh, this nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> take a nap. Take a nap. Without sleep. Take a Take a four hour. Tr- Can we stay here for four hours? I don't really want to. Yeah, we it'd slow us down. We don't want to be moving after dark either if we can avoid mm. it. There's more things that come out when it gets dark. Fair I'm fine. We can wait till we make camp. So you continue on through that afternoon. Uh, the mesas and plateaus are starting to get higher around you as you head further in, and you start seeing the distant shadow of mountains up ahead. Okay. Sorry. Uh, and the Volcano of Dread is like, Further west from the oasis? Yeah, it's yeah. it's kind of at the, like it's in the mountain range at the edge of the Ashura Badlands. Okay. Because we headed southwest yeah, so, into the Ashura Badlands. Yeah, and now you're heading due west. Yeah, okay. Is the Volcano of Dread active? Uh, yeah, there's usually smoke coming out of it. Great. <laughs> Little bit of breathing, breathing a little bit of ash never hurt anybody. But lava does. Magma. What? what? Okay. My family had the encyclopedia. We know all the words for hot rocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, that's a thesaurus. <laughs> I swear I'm a writer. <laughs> the next day, as you continue on. Oh, uh, yeah. Once we, like, in the morning and once we left town, did I, like, lose that feeling of people watching me? Or? That Yeah, that feeling was probably for about, like, 20 minutes last night. Okay. 
I still wouldn't have slept, but mm -hmm. yeah, then tonight I will trance properly. Okay. Yeah, so you're trancing kind of in a small cave that has some dripping stagmites that feed into a pool. Or sorry, stagmites. They hang oh, yeah, on tight from above. Yeah. Mm. Stalactites. Yeah. I know words. <laughs> I'm, I'm a writer. I don't know how they're said. <laughs> hey, is anyone worried about the fact that I have the actor feet? I just think I should bring it up. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> uh, it's been a couple episodes. I mean, so really. Yeah, i to bring it up. Uh, yeah, so I, I'll <laughs> trance properly and then take my watch. And, okay. Yeah. Master always says that Olivia has the actor feet. <laughs> <laughs> but like while rolling his eyes inside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. At least you're getting talked about. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't say it like that. It's Olivia always. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, I'll make, uh, basically each night I'll make the... The hut. The hut, so. yeah. And I let Yorba know, like... What it does. What it does. That yeah. he can go in and out, but, like... Mm -hmm. And we could see out, but stuff can't see in. Yeah. So as you guys are doing your watches in the night, there are several small animals that that will scurry by. There are uh, especially, like, spiders and scorpions wa and lizards wandering through. Cool. Bond. I'll, uh... Seeing those... I'm going to prepare giant insect for the next day instead of dominate beast. Okay. Yeah, there there are always going to be some insects nearby. Mm -hmm. Especially much. yeah, especially if it's spiders or scorpions like yeah, that's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you flip over a rock, you'll usually find some. Cool. Use your I'm being judgy about your class, but just like carry a scorpion with us. Get a little scorpion cage. It's make a cage out of what? I don't know, druid craft. I, there's, they're everywhere. <laughs> and poisonous. <laughs> 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 they don't listen to me until I cast the spell on them. <laughs> While they're bickering, I would have been trying to befriend a lizard. <laughs> Grimlock, that's also poisonous. <laughs> it's not even a spider. <sighs> it does eat the snacks you throw at it, but it won't come close enough to eat off your hand. Mm, dang. Next time. Rain check. <laughs> it runs off saying, I'll never see you again. <laughs> <laughs> On its back legs. Yeah. One of those <laughs> <laughs> Guys, did you hear that? <laughs> oh, no, the wind's oh, talking Oh, just because I'm an elf, I can understand lizards. All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next day, you are walking through several of... Of uh, like long tunnels, well, not tunnels, but, but these again, canyon, the canyons gullies. in between the the plateaus, and you start to hear a whistling wind up ahead. I mean, that's not in and of itself strange. We are in a weird canyon system, so Yorba starts to climb up onto the plateau for the first time. You've seen him do that. Uh. Anything we should know? So he says, uh, yeah, I'm seeing, looks like someone uncovered a drow obelisk ahead, so we're going to have to go around. There's a hunting wind here. So these are defenses the drow's had on some of the entrances to the underground. They build these uh, obelisks out of obsidian, 
and then they would summon a wind that would kill anything that wasn't a drow that got close to them. Wow. Whoa. And if you don't, if the obelisk, so if you go into the cave, then the wind the comes magic. for you, but someone has blown open the top of this cave. So now it's, it can get to a certain range from the obelisk. And apparently if you can destroy the obelisk, you stop the wind, but, but I don't want to fight the wind. That's I mean, fair. I don't know if Olivia can fight the wind, but I'm not good at fighting the wind. Yeah, that's fair. You should, uh. Olivia, can you fight the wind? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to want to veer to the south then. I mean, if you guys want to come up here and see it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. So he drops down a rope so you guys can. Easy. Yeah. yeah. We're not going to make a roll because. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> as he's dropping down the rope though, Grimlock just kind of runs up. Yeah. <laughs> I'll run up the rope. <laughs> but like old 60s Batman style. <laughs> no. Uh, so yeah, you can see some, like there is a bit of a campsite that has been strewn about the like tents have been knocked aside. A bunch of tools have been thrown around and you can see that they were excavating and they have uncovered probably about a foot of an obsidian obelisk. So a little four-sided triangle poking out of the ground. And there is a visible whirlwind picking up the red and brown dust that's kind of circling around this obelisk. That I is mean, so cool. Hey, you know, it would probably help your brother's map making. What? Marking stuff like oh, this down. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um take the obelisk. <laughs> no. <laughs> You, Olivia will pull out a sheet of paper and you guys have seen her like, she's really nice writing. She writes a lot of notes. She's done like minor sketches. She like pulls out a piece of paper, very shittily drawn, like pinpoint the oasis and ends up like drawing it to the right of it so that it's to the east. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. You said to help. Yeah. And you clearly did not gain your mother's talent. Well, here we are, and when we got up, we turned right. No, nope, that's so not how that's not how directions work. Just to the right. Nope. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> well, if you get rid of all the other points on the map, we could very well be there. <laughs> <laughs> if you have no point of reference, it's correct. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll like roughly estimate without like I have not been mapping the whole way, but mm -hmm. like we're roughly here. Okay, great. So now that you're up here as well, mm -hmm. you can see the shadow, like the, you know how in the distance when you can see mountains, they look like misty, even though there's no mm -hmm. air there. Uh, you can see that there is one mountain that is twice as tall as any of the others. Uh, is that's the one? Yeah. See how it kind of doesn't have a sharp top, but a rounded top. That's mm -hmm. the caldera. If we were a little closer, we'd see the smoke rising off of it. Cool. I learned a word today. Guys, didn't one of those um, didn't one of those cy cyclopses get away? Yeah. One of them fled. Yeah. Why? Well, obsidian's pretty brittle. We could like, if we can find that cyclop, convince it to chuck rocks at that thing. We He's three to, days back. Like <laughs> days in the other direction. That and you're talking about a creature that eats anything they see. He might respond well to threats. I think you, I think we have a better plan, a better plan of like breaking off obsidian, just you punching it. Like, but the winds of death. Oh, oh. you mean the, the, we're, no, we're not going to that. Yeah, but we could. We're not. Like after. No. Okay. <laughs> um, how close 
like how far out do the winds reach? Uh, they can generally go about 120 feet from the oasis. Sorry. Or sorry, not from the oasis, from the obelisk. So we're we're more than 120 feet from Yeah, you're about 300 feet, feet okay. away from it. So a wide circle, but not like yeah. hours extra walk. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I, I could try to counter the magics, but I have to get pretty close. And I'm not even sure that it would work because generally I counter mm. the you inaction. Need, you need dispel magic for yeah. something yeah. that's already cast. Which like mm. I can... Which is something I can prepare, but unless we plan on going into the underground, there's not much point. But the only reason you'd want to do that is, I mean, this is obviously the entrance to something the drow protected, but. Yeah. And if. We have we it on have the map a, now. Yeah. If we have a reason to do that. <laughs> yeah. Great. <laughs> High five. <laughs> I just like look at your, but this is what I deal with. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wouldn't go in there. I don't fight the wind. No, not a chance. Maybe because I understand the wind. Let's, Let's just go. Yeah. Go to the mountain. Yes, please. Can so, we move on? <laughs> he continues to lead you on. and mm-hmm. uh, You do have to hide once or twice from rocks again as you travel. The big birds. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I realized that there's also... The ground rocks, which mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you see a mean-looking stone. <laughs> I take it for a pet. That is what I thought at first. Like, yeah, hide from the rocks. The obelisk. <laughs> the ground starts to get rougher, and you're going up and down through foothills for the next day. When you're setting up camp on the third day out, just as the sun is setting, and Olivia, you are casting uh, the, the ritual. The ritual. Huh? From kind of around the corner in the gully you're in, you hear a voice go, Grimlock. Hello? No! Hello, Grimlock. Shut your mouth. Grimlock, come here. It's the same thing. Don't make us hurt Skippy, Grimlock. He's not here. They can't. They have some kind of low-level telepathy. Grimlock, we're going to rip out Skippy's insides and eat it. I'm going to eat you. He will. Grimlock? Grimlock, we already took out Pop Pop. It was the only way to get Skippy. And he's so delicious. Don't say a word. They're just trying to get you to say anything. This is one of... You never answer the, the desert winds, remember? Grimlock, don't you care about Skippy dying? He's, they, they don't even know who he is. They're just reading your mind. Skippy owns the skeevy scabbard. Skippy is a nice pop. Okay. Skippy I'm, is a nice dad. We got to do something about this. Sorry, what? Olivia, listen. <laughs> what? I was, ca- I was, oh, sorry. Uh. <laughs> Okay, what direction was it coming from? So you you know like from around which corner it is. Uh, yeah, we'll go look. I mean, you can probably come look. Just don't talk to it. I cast invisibility on myself. All right. Okay. So, Olivia, are you going to look alone while you I'll, are invisible? I'll also try to sneak around. Okay. Um, actually, I'll cast it at a higher level, and then I can get more people. Okay. Um, how many can I? If I cast it at fourth level, um, 
When you cast this using a spell slot of third level or higher, you can target one additional creature for each slot level above second. So fourth level, I can make us all invisible, right? Except you you could make three people invisible. Yes. Oh, Yorba, I would leave. Here, but I, I assume Yorba's not going to come and check it out. <laughs> so I cast invisibility on all of us. Okay. Again, just yeah, playing just the music, the smoke surrounds all three of us. Purple smoke and we vanish? Yeah. And Yorba's like... Great. <laughs> We're all still here. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> but we might vanish and go elsewhere sometimes. Listen, if if you guys run into trouble or run away, uh, give me a signal like, We're fucked and yeah. I'll run off. Great. Yeah, that's fair. Yep. If we Sorry. have to if we have to split, it won't be quiet. So you all head around the corner to where mm-hmm. the sound is coming from. As you come around the corner, you see 60 feet back in the gully, there is a dog that is about five foot tall at the shoulder with a scorpion's tail whipping back and forth and huge goblets of saliva dripping out of its mouth of this giant hyena. And beside it is an eight foot tall hyena man with a long bow drawn pointing at the corner and says, who says, Grimlock, we're going to destroy Skippy if you don't do something. We're going to, are we going to fuck these guys up? Yeah, they yeah. fucking don't. Yeah, we're going to fuck this up? Yeah, mm-hmm. let's fuck them up. Cool. <laughs> All right, let's draw initiative. <laughs> <laughs> fuck these guys. Yeah, that was, uh, I'm doing that whether you guys want to help or not. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Dang it. All right, so you have the drop on them. Uh, Grimlock, they are six, the the t- big dog demon thing mm. is 60 feet away, and then the hyena man is 30 feet further back. I'm going to go for the hyena man. Okay. So, so 90 feet away? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like if you step, if you step of the wind, you can get to the dog and still attack. Yeah. We have the drop on them as well. So we could spend a turn moving up as long as we don't alert them that we're there. We can try to get into position. I'm going to hold my movement to to match these guys until... Except you don't know when or where they're moving. Mm -hmm. Oh, we can't see each other. That's true. Oh, Oh, okay. You're not all huddled under an invisibility cloak. (laughs) Yeah, I just kind of assumed we were all kind of like translucent but we could see each other nope Can I, no okay you are not on the border ethereal plane you are just invisible okay um you can just move up and like we can just you could just move up now take a dodge and true yeah yeah so you move 40 feet forward yeah okay then it is olivia i too i'm gonna move like 30 feet forward and take a dodge okay i assume I assume that after whispering, we're all kind of "quote unquote" sneaky, even yeah. though we're mm-hmm. invisible. But all right, Kirith. Yep. Uh, pull my shield in one hand, have my totem ready in the other, and move up thirty-five feet. And yeah, that's. I'll wait till something goes off. I guess. Okay. So as you are moving closer, even though they can't see you. You see the dog, 
the the big hyena dog thing kind of rear down so its tail is ready. Yep. And the dog, the knoll, the hyena man who's further back oh. goes, we know you're here and you brought your friends, Grimlock. Thank you for bringing so many tasty treats. And then it is Grimlock's turn. Uh, he actually, before Grimlock's turn, the hyena man tries to fire a bow at where Grimlock is, but you're not sure how he knows where you are. Hmm. He is firing with disadvantage. He has an eight to hit you. So the arrow kind of falls about 10 feet beside you, but it was not as off target as it should have been. He was aiming in the right general area. Hmm. And he, sorry, how far away is he from the dog? He is 30 feet further back from the dog. So you are 40 feet from him now. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to try and golf swing his dog at him. Now the dog is the size of a horse. So I can't knock him back. Uh, you can knock back large creatures. Okay. So when you move up to him, he uses his ready action to try and hit you with his stinger. Okay. But it's also at disadvantage. So when you are 15 feet away, he has an 18 to hit you with his stinger. Uh, narrow miss. Narrow miss. So yeah, you just barely get away from it, even though you're invisible. Mm -hmm. Like reflects off of the, the bracers that Pop Pop gave you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so then you are hitting the dog. Oh my God. You didn't have to say it like that. Um, it's a... It's a it's like a six foot tall hyena monster with a scorpion tail. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I guess I did say I'm going to get him, hit his dog at him or hit him with his dog. Um, yeah. A big two handed swing, try and get him right on the snout. Okay. Uh, you're still invisible. So this one is with, at, with, with advantage. advantage. Oh, cool. All right, so 25 to hit. 25? Okay, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. Does your staff count as magical damage? I believe so. I think high strike lets that. I don't know. I'm don't not know. dead certain. Key empowered strike. Starting at 6th level, your unarmed strikes count as magic. Oh, but okay. not my weapon. Okay. Not your weapon. Okay, so roll me your damage. Okay. So 8 damage. Okay, so as you hit him with the stick, there's some kind of force that is keeping your staff, like it's repelling your staff. Hmm. Uh, can I still attempt the uh, the push? I thought that, yep. wasn't that one have to be unarmed? Uh, no, that's with melee attacks. I thought stunning strike was melee attacks and the, the shoves. That was. is correct. So you can, okay. but you still have another attack and you have... So with your second attack, you can do it with an unarmed attack or you can do it with the staff. Or you can do oh. your flurries and then try to push it back with the flurries instead. Can I do unarmed like strike flurry flurry? Yes. Cool. That's super neat. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do that to notice that it's just ineffective and honestly, it's kind of in dire straits here. Uh, I'm probably just going to drop the staff right there. Okay. And, um, yeah, just kick it as hard as I can. Okay. And miss. Okay. 
18? 18? Uh, yes. So you try to kick it and it moves to the side and then you come around with a reverse punch. And as the like energy of your key focus in your fist comes, it moves right through whatever force was pushing back your staff, yeah. <laughs> roll your damage. I like the Griblox slowly like materializing back, like yeah. image-wise too. <laughs> uh, so ten damage, and you need to make a DC fourteenth uh, strength saving throw. It has a six. Cool. Uh, you fly back fifteen feet. Okay, so yeah. he's halfway back to towards the guy with the bow. I chase him and hit him again. Okay. Uh, Twenty-six. 26, that hits. Uh, seven damage and uh, another uh, strength saving throw. A 12? Fails. Okay. So it flies back to his guy. Okay. I don't think there's any rules for like projectile damage or anything. But... No, force movement doesn't cause damage. Okay. So then it is Olivia's turn. You are 60 feet from both of them now. And <laughs> 45 feet from Grimlock? Uh, yeah. Um, I will go 30 feet okay. and... Do I just say fuck it to the invisibility now? So the first attack that breaks it, if you're making an attack roll, is with advantage. I'm because Grimlock, when you swung your staff, you became visible. Mm-hmm. I'll um, actually just go thirty feet, and then I'll take the dodge action so that I can keep concentrating on invisibility. Okay, then it's Kira. <gasps> you can still bonus action if you want to give. Grimlock. If I inspire them, will it? That does not break yeah. it because it's not an attack or casting a spell. Sure, I'll inspire Grimlock. Cool, thank you. Don't listen to those dumb dogs. <laughs> I'm still foaming at the mouth. <laughs> so are they. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm still invisible. I want to take advantage of that before I come out of it. So I'll move. Uh, You're 60 feet back from them. I'm 55 feet back. 55, right. Yeah, so I'll move forward uh, to be Nick just behind Grimlock. Mm-hmm. And actually, no, I'm 55 feet away. That's fine. I'm going to stay where I am and hurl a level three ice knife. Okay. We always have time for an ice knife. Yup. It's my favorite <laughs> spell. Uh, so make a ranged spell attack against the target. I will target the uh, creepy hyena scorpion. And I make this attack with advantage, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15. 15 hits. Sweet. Good. I rolled an 8 and a 7 uh, for every level above. Okay, so e, so the hyena thing, ta- or the hyena scorpion takes one point of piercing damage. Okay. And then they both have to make uh, dexterity saves. The scorpion hyena has a 14. That's a fail. And the gnoll has a 13. That's also a fail. 
So they take they since I cast it at two levels higher, I get to add two more d6 to the explosion. Yeah, so it's going to be four d6 uh, cold damage. That's ten. Fifteen cold damage. Fifteen as it bursts okay. out. The uh, the same force that kept Grimlock's staff off it also keeps some of that cold from hitting the hyena, the, the scorpion. Okay. It's got some... Cool. It's got some resistances. Hmm. Oh, so I didn't see that. Okay. Denata. Then it is their turn. So the demon dog lopes forward and tries to bite Grimlock with a 10. Nope. And as its teeth sink in, the tail comes from over top and tries to smash into Grimlock's back with a natural 20. Ooh. I'm within 60 feet, am I not? Yeah. Can I cutting words the dog? How's that? I don't know cutting words well It's enough. minus one. If they're within 60 feet, I can use a bardic inspiration to minus a D8 from their attack roll, but I don't know they if it would. They rolled a nat 20, though. Nat 20, yeah, so. that's mm. true. Okay, so that is 25 piercing damage. <coughs> and make a constitution savings throw versus poison, which as a dwarf you have advantage on. 13. 13. So Grimlock suddenly freezes up and stops moving. <laughs> you are paralyzed while you, and poisoned. You be, if you get a savings throw at the end of your turn to try and break the poison, but uh, if until the poison is broken, you remain paralyzed. Uh, and the knoll tries to shoot its longbow at Kirith, who is visible. How dare you? <laughs> uh, he has... And 11. Thunks into my shield. Yeah. And I flip him off. <laughs> <laughs> While forming another ice knife, you want to play this game? Like, <laughs> All right, Grimlock, at the end of your turn, you can make a saving throw versus poison. Okay. And there was no poison damage, correct? There is no poison damage. Okay. You, you, it's versus poison, so he still has advantage. He still has advantage for well. being a dwarf. Yeah, okay. Sick. Uh, 19. 19? So you shake it off at the end of the turn. <laughs> then it's Olivia's turn. Can I, like, spit out a little green puddle? Sure. <laughs> uh, so... But it has nothing to do with the poison. <laughs> I'm 30 I'm thirty feet away. Yes. I'm going to cast Bane on these guys, which is a new concentration. So I'll start playing and slowly reappear. Okay. Um... You're also casting a spell, so the invisibility would go away anyway. Mm-hmm. So they must make a charisma saving throw. Uh, the the scorpion dog has an 18. Yes, he's successful. The knoll has a natural 20. They're both successful. Heck. They are not baned. Mm -hmm. And then I'll say, Kirith, go get him, buddy. I have a better idea. I was going to run up and... Try to I, I kick have, a dog at him. I have protection from poison prepared. <laughs> like we're going into the desert. I'm going to need this, but you're fine. Uh, can I see a scorpion? Yes. I 
pull out one of my new spells and uh, it's just verbal and somatic. So I make some hand signs with my free left hand and point at a scorpion within 30 feet of me. If I have to move, that's... I You're can, able to. Yeah. And uh, it becomes a giant scorpion. Okay. <laughs> and follows my verbal commands and just go kill that knoll. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Giant versions of themselves. Each creature obeys your verbal commands and in combat they act on your turn each round. The DM has statistics for these creatures, resolves their actions. I don't, because I uh, can't turn into a giant scorpion yet, I don't have the stat block for it. I apologize. When I, I said you got this, buddy, I, I was giving you Bardic's inspiration. I know. Just, okay, great. <laughs> and uh, I decided I had a better idea. <laughs> I mean, you can you get it for 10 minutes. Yeah, I can hurl a nice knife next round. It's yeah, fine. Exactly. What do you need to know? It's all in this book. Okay. And we can cut it out in post. Hooray. <laughs> the magic. Uh, all of the beasts are at the back, right? Yes. The magic of podcasting. Giant scorpion. Is it under S? It's under G. Under G. For oh, giant. giant. One giant guy. Anything less? Like if it was a, if it was spiders, I could like make... Uh, three of them huge, like huge. If it was centipedes, I could make ten of them giant. This is a gross spell. This all, is a great spell. All of your spells are gross. Spells. And this is yeah. the best place for this spell. Yeah. So it can move up to forty feet. Can it get to the it knoll? Can get there. Yeah, because you could choose one close enough to. Okay. Um. Oh, and they're still side by side. Or no, it ran. No, the it dog ran, ran back forward. Okay. It's fifteen feet away. Um. Yeah. Um. Okay, multi-attack. So first is its claw, or first is its first claw. Uh, 23 to hit. That'll hit. D8 plus 2, 4 damage. Okay. And the target is grappled. Okay. And then it's going to hit it with its second claw. 19 to hit. Yep. For 4 damage. And then it's going to sting him. 21 to hit. Yes. For 12 piercing damage and DC 12 constitution save. He has a 10. Okay. For uh, 8. Uh, 19 poison damage. Uh, the knoll goes limp in its claws. <laughs> so picks it up, squeezes a little bit, and then just jams this <laughs> stinger in and it goes down. <laughs> That is a better idea. You did have a better idea. <laughs> uh, and the demon dog yells, and tries to scorpion tail Grimlock. I can do that too, it says. <laughs> was, what was that it language? Has, it was abyssal. Oh, okay. <laughs> that uh, was common. He was just saying so stuff. <laughs> it critically fails, so it tries to scorpion tail you, and you have a chance to counterattack Grimlock. I will. Attack that counter. Hmm. You hate granite. You have a D8 uh, of Bardic if you're worried. Thank you. Oh, wait, that was that was a six. It's a 13. 21. Yeah, Bardic Ooh. inspiration. Yeah, that'll hit. Roll your damage. 
I'm like, you got to just remember you can do it. I, you can't just only do it when I tell you you can. Yeah, that's, that's your job. That's not how that works. As the person who casts the buff, it's your job to remind people they have the buff. Right, 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 right. Oh, I even put it on there. I just <laughs> forgot what it did. No, no, no. I just mean that, like, legitimately, it seems like Grimlock needs Olivia to be cheering him on yeah. in order to succeed. So what's your counterattack damage? Uh, big uppercut for seven damage. Okay. Oh, man, I imagine, like, the stinger went by you and you just grabbed yeah. the stinger and slammed him into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and then it whips around in a little circle and tries to bite you. Good. Uh, a 13. No. Okay. Then it's your turn. Dog. And this was the... The demon dog. The scorpion-tailed hyena. The quad- that, quadruped one. The quadruped, yeah. yeah. Okay. The, 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 the gnoll... The humanoid hyena mm. is dead. He got scorpi- pumped full of poison when I picked him up. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Scorpions, I think, always kill. There is nothing in here saying that it's paralysis. <laughs> no. <laughs> also, you said you told it to kill. So kill him. Yeah. He's contract bound. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm just going to open up on this guy. Just elbows and knees. Heck yeah. Uh, 14? 14 just barely hits. Cool. So elbow him like right in the mouth. Uh, for nine damage. Okay. And I'm going to spend a key point to attempt to stun him. Okay. He has a five on his con save, or sorry, an eight. So he's stunned until the end of my next turn. Yeah. We get uh, 26. That'll hit. For six damage. Okay. That'll be uh, uh, stomping on his leg. 26. Yep, that hits. For 10 damage, that'll be stomping on his leg much harder. Okay. <laughs> Those three. Yeah, I'll, I'll go again. And uh, 15. 15, okay. That'll hit. And six damage. Uh, to- foot stomp. Okay. All right, then it's Olivia. There's much less threats. I go run up there. I stab a guy. You have a magic weapon. I go to stab a guy with my magic weapon. And he's stunned, isn't he? Yes, so you attack with advantage. With advantage. That's a three or nine plus six. So 15. That'll hit. Heck yeah. I do six damage. Okay. Anything else? That was 30 feet for me to run up here. Yeah. Hey, Grimlock, you got this. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Kirith? Ah, oh, heck. Hmm. Oh, heck. All right. My last verbal command is, now kill the hyena with the scorpion tail. And then I, bonus action, <laughs> turn into a giant spider. <laughs> and uh, I use my movement to get up and my regular action to bite it. I have primal strikes, so when I'm wild-shaped, my natural attacks are treated as magic. Okay. Dope. 
I totally thought you were going to turn into a scorpion and you guys were going to be homies. I can't yet. Oh. <laughs> I want to. Trust me, I want to. They're gross and I love <laughs> them. <laughs> and he's still stunned, right? Yes. Yeah. So, 14. That'll hit. That'll hit. Sweet. Uh, four. 11 piercing. Okay. And is it worth him rolling the poison? No, he oh. is completely immune to poison. Yeah, sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> and then my giant scorpion homie runs up. And pinches. And tries to claw him. 19 will hit. You'll pinch him right on the tuchus. For eight, and he's grappled. 21 will hit. These are non-magical. Yeah. This is just for six non-magical bludgeoning. And then... Gonna tail him. Mm-hmm. Does the tail... Oh, it does piercing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, non-magical piercing, but it's something. Uh, 25 will hit for 11 non-magical piercing. Okay. And it's also holding the, the dude... So even though it can't move, Grimlock, you get an image in your head of Skippy's bedroom in the skeevy scabbard, and you hear a voice say, when I come back from hell, I'm going to eat your father. It's too late. You answered me. It's your turn now. I'm I'm gonna break this thing's neck. Okay. <laughs> Send it straight to hell. I know. Only one. Wait. No, it's two. still two because till the end of your turn. Okay. Uh, twenty-four. That'll hit. For eight damage. Eight damage. So you grab it by the head and you start reefing and you start hearing a crack, but it's still there. Um, 24. That'll hit. Eight damage. And then a snap, and its head is twisted backwards. And then in your hands and in the claws of your scorpion, it starts to melt into this steaming black ichor that is gooping through your hands and falling to the ground and just dissolves into the dust leaving just this oily stain of goo where the thing was. I cancel the spell and the scorpion turns back into a regular sized scorpion and I assume like scampers off. <laughs> uh, it heads over to the knoll and, and starts... heads for the eye. <laughs> <laughs> Has a snack. Great. <laughs> And I, oh yeah, and before we go back to your I shift back. I <laughs> want to search the body of the knoll. Okay. So the, it has a longbow of poor quality, but still, still. I'll take it back if Yorba wants it or anything. I don't think. Yorba's got a better longbow than that already. Then we don't need And uh, about 10 arrows. Uh, he has a belt pouch, which has five electrum, three platinum, and 10 gold. There's a, 
Oh, I guess if you want to split it up later. Yeah, yeah, I'm just putting okay. it to the side of like. <sighs> do the arrows look okay quality or? Uh, so as you're looking at the arrows, they're barely filed down and uh, like a couple of them are like the shafts are stitched together in the middle. Mm. Pretty bad. <laughs> you all right? No. Hey, this is Kirith O'Dell from AdLib Heroes, and if you're enjoying this adventure as much as Olivia and Grimlock are, follow our socials on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at AdLib Heroes. Hey guys, Olivia here. Don't forget to rate and review our podcast on your favorite podcasting app. It'll help other people find our show. Um, you need healing? No, I'm fine. I mean, you're not. You got stabbed pretty good. Like, touching. Uh, it's like, wipe it on my robes. Uh, no, uh, he uh, swore revenge on Skippy. Uh... You guys heard nothing. That was inside your head that that happened. I mean, we knew that they had telepathy, so that... What do you... Well, it's gone, right? Like, you kill a demon, it's banished. Mm -hmm. Can't come back, right? Mm. Roll a religion check. I mean, partial knowledge is totally something. I can't mm -hmm. just like, yeah, no, they leave, like... <laughs> Natural one. Yeah, no, they're gone forever. Yeah. It's dead. <laughs> yeah. You turned it into goo. I have an 11. 11? Demons, after they die, reform in the nine, or reform in the abyss, in the abyss and can come back, but you're not sure how long that takes. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure they don't go to, I think devils go to hell and demons go to the abyss. Something about they're always at war with each other, but like there is a time frame. I remember it being long-ish, but like. But you have to kill them in hell to keep them dead, or yeah. in the abyss to keep them dead. So it's yeah, but Pop Pop's more capable than we are. Like he can ban it. He Pop Pop banished a demon already. We saw it. Like, so we might need to tell Pop Pop. Yeah. That in some amount of time, a demon's coming for one of them. Hmm. Uh, can I use my inspiration to get a, like a, another roll to see if I know the... Like yeah, how... to roll with advantage, yeah. I mean, yeah, you didn't even roll once yet. so you No, can... he rolled once. Oh, did he? Yeah, I rolled okay. to know if they can come back, so oh. I figured like maybe advantage to kind of... Yeah, roll it. Because you care about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So do I only get one? Cause one kinda... more, yeah. Here we go. Uh, so 20. 20. It will reform in a year. Uh, if you kill it in hell, it or sorry, this is a this is a demon, so it's in the abyss. Mm -hmm. So you would have to follow it. If you kill it in the abyss, it can never come back. The problem is getting to the abyss and finding that particular demon because there are uh, hundreds, if not thousands of layers of the abyss. Although it's quite likely this is on Yiknau's 
layer of the abyss, who is the demon prince of slaughter and the source of all gnolls. Can uh, Arcana check? Can Pop Pop banish me there? No. No, because banish sends you back to your home plane. Oh, okay. Um, the helm of teleportation. It does not give you plenty. Planar shift. shift, but I mean, but this thing can't come back for whatever decades, right? A year, one year, one year. Okay, well that gives Skippy plenty of time to prepare, be ready for it, and you just have to fucking drop it again. Yeah. Um. If is it and that's if it has the ability to just come here on its own, maybe it's it could like it's a demon. It could be lying. It might be bluffing. Like. Mm-hmm. That transportation spell that we did with the helm of transportation. I know we can't yeah, do teleport. planes, but we can teleport. Having something from someone helps you. Maybe if we collect some of this ichor and we learn to planar shift or learn to go planes, it could help you. I, I think this probably has something to do with the creature. Okay, so if you want to record that you've got some Shosova, which is the name of the... Uh, Demon type, which again, Grimlock on a 20, you you get that. So this is a type of demon known as a Shusova. They are sometimes granted to gnolls who distinguish themselves in battle. Mm. Okay. So you have Shusova Iker. Yeah, yeah, we might be able to use it as a focus to teleport to it kind of thing. Yeah. There to planar shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, we have a year to make it back and warn them at least. And then, yeah. That's uh, uh, that's a year at the at. Like, I'm not saying don't be worried about it because mm-hmm. it's me. Be worried about everything forever, always. Like the world is awful. But that's if it on the day of it can find a way back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it takes a year to reform in the nine hell or in the abyss. Oh, okay. That's and before it's even like alive again. Yes, it no. can't do anything for a year. Okay, and. How do they get to the material plane? Uh, they can be summoned. They can be. They can go through planar gates. They can have a more powerful demon open a hole for them. Okay. Basically, the same way we'd get there. Find a wizard or their equivalent of a wizard. Okay. That makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I don't know much about magic. Mm-hmm. Just come like waltzing back into camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't answer the desert winds. No, never. Yeah. Need to go kill the wind a bit. <laughs> if something calls your name, just bite your tongue. Yep. Sounds right. Because most people, if they answer it, then they vanish. Well, I'm glad we dealt with it before we went to sleep. I start setting back up all the different like things yeah. for the ritual. This is why I'm paranoid. This is why I'm always telling you guys. Like, the world is bad. <laughs> anyway, let's get some rest. Before we sleep, I'll expend some cure wounds. I have a lot of spells. <laughs> needs comforting, and I'm just like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. Here, I'll play a nice song. <laughs> so you guys get a long rest in. Mm-hmm. The next day... As you are traveling along, the hills start to get very high. Uh, at one point, Yorba stops you short. 
and he points to the north, waiting, watching a uh, waiting, watching a path going the other way. There is a group of over ten gnolls. <laughs> Again, a whole bunch of hyena men watching a road that goes north south, but they are staring north, and you are south of them. Mm-hmm. Yorba kind of motions to like head on. I don't know much about gnoll society, if you can call it that, like raiding party, hunting party. Band. He's, he's like, I don't know what those are or what they're doing, and I want nothing to do with. Ten guys with longbows. Ten big hyena men with longbows? Yeah. I don't know if you can see that far. but <laughs> Yeah, I can see that far, and that's why I'm saying just keep yeah, going. Yeah, no, fair. But as you're looking at them, again, with military experience, Grimlock and Kirith, they are waiting in ambush for someone to come down that road. Yeah. Heck. Uh, hopefully a rock gets them. <laughs> yeah. So you continue onward. You can start to see the volcano rising twice as high as any of the other mountains. You can see smoke billowing off of it. And then as you get closer, you realize that the smoke isn't only coming out of the top. There are, it is coming from all over the mountain. Eventually you are on a peak looking across the way. There are several shapes circling around the mountain, several flying figures with big leathery wings. The side of the mountain is covered by small figures walking up and down, and there are hundreds of doors that look similar to dwarven fortress doors in the side of this mountain. Out of some of them, there are streams of magma flowing down into the valley in front of this mountain, leaving these long, heavy pits of slag. In an island in the middle of that stream of magman slag, there's a structure that looks like a set of enormous ribs reaching up and then wrapped in leather to form some kind of building that is the size of a small church. And there are little uh, stone bridges over the flowing magma to it. And Yorba seems shocked as he's looking at it. I take that this is new. This was not like some kind of weird city last time I was here. This was a couple years ago. Yeah, like five years ago, last time I came out this way, and there was like smoke rising out of it, but there weren't doors and things wandering all over and things flying around the top. Fortifications and this this is a stronghold now. Yeah. And that is new. Uh, can I roll to see if I know anything about the uh, about the masonry? Can it give us yeah, any clues? Yeah, you can roll your uh, your masonry. Ooh, just trying to remember what. So it's intelligence plus your proficiency bonus. Right. Thank you. And you roll with advantage. Uh, Twenty. Twenty. So as as best as you can see, because you're looking from like a mile away. Uh, they have copied the style of a dwarven fortress. Like the way these doors are set, they are big like the roads in and out of a dwarven fortress. There are way more doors than there should be. You're, if they aren't careful, any of these could collapse at any moment because they've obviously tunneled out too much of this mountain. 
Uh, and from what you can tell, all the craftsmanship is done to mimic dwarven style, but it is a poor copy. Hmm. And you realize that the things walking around there, they are small, by which I mean the D&D size category small. They're about three feet tall dragon men wandering around the side of this mountain, but thousands of them. And their clothing appears to be color-coded. <laughs> Most of them are wearing like dark, dark gray, but every once in a while you'll see one wearing kind of a scarlet and the ones in scarlet seem to be giving the orders to the ones in dark gray. This is going to take a fair amount of finesse. If we like one, we're not sure that the thing is here, but finding that out or trying to find it, we can't, we're going to have to spend some time scouting the area. Mm-hmm. Yeah and staying as low profile as possible in the meantime. So if you would like, you can make a perception or an investigation check, your choice, to kind of watch from here to consider your approaches. Mm -hmm. Are we each doing it individually or do we get one for the group? Uh, How are you guys working? So if you're working together, you have to use the same skill. Okay. Um. Because you can choose to aid someone else if you want which would give them advantage. But you have to be trained in the skill. You are, but are you trained in investigation? Uh, I'm <laughs> trained in investigation. Yeah, I, I, that's what I mean. I know you are and neither of us are. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe you do that in Grimlock. And, uh, are you trained in perception? No. Yorba probably. Not even perception? Neither? No. Yorba okay. is trained in perception. So you can have advantage. want to help me out? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, you guys yep. can still roll. Yeah. Cool. So You can do it, buddy. That doesn't work on skills, does it? Uh, works on ability checks, and skills are a type of ability check. Oh, cool. There you go. Oh, okay. I thought you weren't going to roll it. You're just like, ah, oh, sick. <laughs> I'm encouraged. Well, I have to take away my bardic. I mean, even... Without it, I got a 24. I want you to want to use my help. Otherwise, I'm just going to keep getting them all. Of course. (laughs) So, uh, Kirith and Yorba, you guys are watching it, kind of making notes. So, Mm -hmm. the top looks like the most dangerous place to approach. There are wyverns circling up there. So, big scorpion-tailed dragons that... Everything's got scorpion tails yeah, here. Everything's scorpion tails here. <laughs> uh, you notice that there is, uh, in the dwarven style, two of the entrances are set up like a dwarven trade road. Uh, so they are, expe- and they are set up like they are expecting visitors the same way dwarves are. You see that several times there are terrified, uh, terrified kobolds that are running to the edge of the bridge before that little, uh, that structure that is out on the lava flows made out of skin and bone. And they are le- they are dumping the contents of wheelbarrows at the edge of the bridge and then running back. Like dumping it. it into the magma? No, no. Uh, like in front of the bridge. Oh, okay. And then they run back. Uh, and you notice that about midway up the mountain, there are several tunnels that no one is coming in or out of. Okay. And just as the sun sets, 
everything shakes. And there is a burst of magma out of the very top of the volcano that spews <coughs> upwards. And out of it flies a huge shining red beast with a wingspan of about 60 feet across. As it takes off into the air, all of the little kobolds on the mountain turn and start singing at it. It flies up over the moon and takes off. And about an hour later, it comes back with half the charred corpse of a rock, like one of those giant birds, lands on the edge of the caldera and it's picking at it as it watches the now greater number of kobolds after the sun has set that are moving over the side of the mountain. They're busier at night than they are at day. Okay. And yeah, the kobolds were all singing at it. Zev Bevjov, Zev Bevjov, Zev Bevjov. Wasn't that, that was the old god of ill-gotten wealth? Yes. And it just so happens a red dragon is named after it. Cool. And the stone we're looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's probably here. Do you think it's in a horde or do you think it's in that cathedral entrance? I don't know, man. Well, you guys can decide which entrance you're going in and we will explore your approach next time. <laughs> I choose none. No. <laughs> I choose go home. Yeah, none entrances. You're, you're above seconds. <laughs> I... We have one of the stones. They need all of them to, to do the infinite wealth shit, right? Wait, you have something that dragon wants? No. I quit. Would I have known what he said? You killed Daha. Oh, okay. Technically, the scorpion did. True. A giant scorpion came out of nowhere and killed your homie. That's not my fault. You cast a spell. Yeah, you don't know what that spell did. I'm actually a really well-studied wizard. That's <laughs> not true. I, I would totally... He is a challenge-rating eight monster. Fucking A.